0: What's going on, all my podcasters? See jizzle on the fucking whistle. If my voice sounds a little bit different, it probably is. Um, I can barely hear right now, because I can only hear out of one ear. Um, so, I'm gonna try to make this as good as I can. I know my last podcast was only 20 minutes. I'm not really sure how long this one's gonna be, um still kind of sick so I'm kind of on the back side of it by now but we'll see. Um, I really wish that I could start hearing out of my left ear again but only time will tell. They said after about three weeks if you can't hear out of your ear you should probably go to the hospital. Um, uh sometimes from what i've researched it's rare i guess but sometimes you can get permanent hearing loss from from a virus and i never knew that i never knew that you could get you know lose your hearing from a fucking virus that's crazy like viruses are pretty common common cold everything like that is pretty common and it's just crazy. People can lose their hearing over being sick. So, so yeah. I mean, I've been I've been sick. Um, uh, you know, it started out with just what I thought was an ear infection. I mean, it started out with a sore throat. Um, and I thought I had strep throat at first. I very well might have, but because I didn't really check for white pockets or pus pockets in the back of my throat, but within a day or two, my sore throat got better. Um, still pretty fucking sore, but it definitely got better. And then that's whenever I, uh, started noticing that my ear was filling with fluids and it didn't throb or hurt and pain or anything. It just, at first, um, I could just feel that it was starting to get an infection or starting to get fluid on the ear. Which, nine times out of ten, actually every time that I've ever gotten fluid on my ear, I've always gotten an ear infection. So, it's kind of weird. But, the time went on, I realized that it's not an ear infection at all. And if it is an ear infection, it's not, it hasn't, um, it hasn't started bothering my eardrum to where it's throbbing and shit. Um, so anyways, that's whenever i Noticed I couldn't hear. Um, Yesterday. Or the day before. I think the fourth day. Was. um, The day when my sore throat went away. You know. um, My sinuses are kind of cleared out. Yesterday. Um, (coughs) Today. On the fifth day. It's definitely gotten better. It's definitely gotten better. And, um, so anyways, like, I could feel that I had a lot of phlegm and shit building up in my chest, and usually when that happens, a chest infection comes with it. Nine times out of ten. I get anything in my lungs. I usually get pneumonia. Um, <clears throat> so, my sister had this antibiotic. This doxycycline. And she's like, here, take this for your ear. And... Um, it'll also help with anything else. Pretty much. Doxycycline is a is a wide spectrum antibiotic targets many different things and uh, so uh, long story short a lot of people will tell you not to take toxycycline if it's a viral infection. My doctors will tell you that, blah, blah, blah. Don't take antibiotics if it's a viral infection. Because viruses, they come and they go. Usually. Usually. The thing is, when a virus comes along, it also brings along other shit. Like chest infections, and ear infections, and fucking... You know, It's it's not just a virus, you know what I'm saying? It, well, I mean, it is a virus, but it's got many characteristics, it's got many things that it could do to your body, and you have major consequences if that were to happen, like if I was to go to sleep one night, I get a virus, and oh, I get pneumonia, or a double chest infection, (coughs) then I could die in my sleep, you know? And then what are they going to blame it on? Well, a respiratory infection. And what's the closest thing to a respiratory infection is COVID. You know, I mean, that's going to be one of the first things that somebody says. Oh, he died from COVID. Oh, he died from COVID, yep. He had a chest infection, it was COVID, yep. And I don't, first of all, I don't want to die. But if I did die, I don't want fucking... These dumbass doctors around saying, oh, he died from COVID. That's a crock of shit. You know, and nobody would ever know the truth. You know, that's the thing. So, if I die, I want to have a heart attack or something. Something where it's really evident of what happened. (laughs) So that way people know. You know. I don't want to die from alcohol poisoning or something, and then, you know, people don't know why I died. They blame it on drugs, or they blame it on something else, or, you know, anywho. So I've been feeling pretty shitty, and I even went to work the next day, like, as soon as I got sick, I went to work the next day and on the second day and on the third day you know i went to work on days where i wasn't feeling good and i could have very well maybe have called off on on those days i could have went to express care or a clinic i could have got a doctor's note and i could have stayed home for 3 or 4 days but i wouldn't have got paid and i can't afford to not get paid because I have to pay rent, so it's kind of like a catch twenty two you don't feel good, but you need the money, you know, and especially how my boss cut my hours back to twenty hours or eighteen hours, I couldn't afford to even give those up, so anywho like I said um. So, my hours went from like 36, 37, something like that, usually, down to like 26 hours, right? Well, it went down to like 30 hours, 26 hours, then before you know it, it was 22 hours, then it was 18 hours. You know, and she was trying to hire one or two other people to take my job. My boss was trying to hire at least one or two other people. And she hired the one girl. And she only worked like two, three days out of the week. But that was two or three days off of my pay. She was giving her my days to close. And I'm like, you know what? At first, I was really pissed. I was like, dude, I'm making probably half of what I was making. Or close to it. You know, I don't know. And then I got to thinking, well, as time went on, I said, it'll be alright. You know, you'll get through it. You'll still be able to pay your rent, have somewhere to sleep. You know, you might not have enough money for groceries, you know, because I can go out and get food stamps for that. Or you might not have money to buy weed anymore, or, you know, uh, you might not be able to splurge and do stuff that you used to but you'll be able to get by 20 hours a week and my rent is pretty low my bills are pretty low um so it's not like I pay a thousand dollars a month plus utilities you know and um that's really one of the things that helps me out um So anyways, my boss thinks that if she cuts my hours, that I'm going to get pissed. Oh, we'll just cut his hours to where he wants to quit. And, um, it wasn't working. It wasn't working. I didn't want to quit. You know, I went into work like three days a week. (laughs) And, um, you know, they would try to piss me off or. You know, about piddly little shit or, you know, criticize me over my management skills or whatever. Just to get me to crack. Just to get me to get pissed off a little bit more. And not to mention that I wasn't smoking cigarettes at the time. I stopped, you know, I quit cigarettes. So, that's a good thing for me. Um, Yeah, I'm really proud about that. I've done this, I think this is my third time quitting cigarettes. (laughs) I don't know man, I don't know what it is Every once in a while I just get a sip of that brew And might be out with some friends And I'm like man Get a whiff off somebody smoking a cigarette And I'm like man I need a fucking smoke You know And then it always happens the same way I always, the next day I go out and buy a whole fucking pack And then the day after that Buy another pack you know, and it's a chain reaction. That's that's how you get addicted to cigarettes. Like, if you just go out drinking and you have a pack of cigarettes for the night and that's it. And you wake up the next day and you're out and, you know, you don't have any more cigarettes. Um, just don't buy another pack. You know, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> um... But just don't buy another pack. That's how you quit cigarettes. I mean. Everything's fine in moderation. They can become very addicting. Just like anything. I, I talk to people about that all the time. Kind of getting off subject here. With what I'm really talking about. But. Um, you can get addicted to food. There's people that are addicted to sex or porn. There's people that are addicted to money or, you know, people that are addicted to anything. Gambling. You know, so. Same thing with smoking cigarettes, you know, as long as you keep it to a moderation, I feel like you have a higher chance of not getting addicted. Um, But anywho. Anywho. And after, you know, this last time that I quit, I quit for like two months, I think. And then I went right back, you know, somebody had had a cigarette and I was like, hey, can I get one of those? And um, I noticed after a couple days of doing that, one or two days here and there of smoking cigarettes, that it was starting to build up in my system and I was starting to crave them more starting to actually think about going to buy a pack. And I'm like, no, you know, you can't do that. So that's the thing, man. Cigarettes are kind of weird. Like once it builds up in your system once you get that, you know, initial first two or three cigarettes in your system, after that, it's downhill. You got to battle your mind. You know, your mind is the one that's telling you, you want those cigarettes, you need them, you gotta have them, it makes you feel good, you know, and <clears throat> like I said, after the first couple of cigarettes, that's when your mind starts really craving it, you know, when it builds up in your system like that, that's what makes the withdrawal so terrible. And so, back to the original Point of this story is I was going through withdrawals from, t- from nicotine and my job is already stressful enough to be honest and um, so I was stressed out from my job already and I was stressed out from what was going on that day at my job and all the stupid idiots and they were still... Trying to get me, you know, egging me on. piss, Making pissy little, you know, bitching about shit here and there. They wanted to try and get underneath my skin. They wanted me to quit, bro, I'm telling you. They just, I don't, I don't know what the fuck, how else to put it, but. And then, the one girl that they hired took my hours for two or three days she stopped showing up she just i don't know like two three four times she just didn't call she didn't show up she called in on one of my shifts and said oh um i'm gonna be a couple hours late for work because my baby's dad has to go do a welding job (laughs) and basically she has to watch the kids she doesn't know what time it's gonna be it could be a couple hours she's not sure and, um, I told her she better bring her ass into work that night because I'm not closing. You know, at the, that day, I think I was started at two o'clock and I wasn't going to stay till fucking midnight, you know, but they they wanted to schedule me two to two to 10 or two to eight or whatever. Cause they were trying to get me to quit trying to cut my hours back. I'm like, fine. You want me to be off at 10 o'clock? I can do that. That just means I don't have to put up with the bullshit. I can come, do my job, and leave. So I was fine with that. I'm like, you want to cut my hours back from to 2 to 10 or 2 to 8, you know? That's fine with me. Whenever I was going in at 2, it was great. Um... But then, like I said, old girl wasn't showing up. And then the other dude that they hired, Brian, I guess is his name. Supposed to be a new shift lead. I never met the guy. I never met him. And it seems like she's got a track record with this. Especially for shift leads. Um... She she finds their application, she hires them, well she has the interview, she hires them, and then they don't even make it past the first week. They either just don't show up, or they make it through their videos and their training or whatnot, but then they call off or don't show up. And it's the same fucking thing. Like she hasn't been. There's probably been at least five, six, seven people. It's the same way. She can't hire an honest, hardworking shift lead if you could pay her to. If you could pay my boss to find a good shift lead, it'd be impossible. She can't. I don't know why. I think it's her. I think, it's her. I think she's not a good interviewer. She doesn't know what she's really looking for. She doesn't know how to look at somebody's application and say, hey, this looks like shit. What the fuck have you done with your life? You know, she just picks a fucking piece of paper out of a hat and hopefully it works out. And that's not how you interview people. You know, like you want a hard worker, you got to look and see (laughs) where the who is the hard worker, you know? She's just picking names out of hats and, you know, that's the downfall, so, (coughs) anywho, so that guy and that girl went bye-bye, and it's nothing new, like I said, this happens all the time with many different applicants, she can't find anybody if it was right in front of her face. And so she had to give me my hours back. Well, she had to give me some more hours. She hasn't given me all my hours back. But she keeps fucking with me. Right? I mean, she cut me down to like 18 hours. And I had a shift lead, uh, a co-worker. And he thinks that he's hot shit. He's one of the best workers there. And blah, blah, blah. So she's been giving him 40 hours a week. And that's a slap in my face because I've been there, I've been the only one there busting my ass since last June. And, uh, you know, for about 10 months straight, I've been the only one there doing the work of three people, three shift leads, all by myself. And then you turn around, you slap me in the face and give my hours to somebody else when there was no reason for that. So here he's getting the 40 hours that I used to get, working five days a week. And here I'm getting three, four days a week, maybe five, but instead of having seven, eight hour days or more, they're five hour days, six hour days. So it was a slap in my face. And then he wants to come to me and have the balls to ask me if I'll work one of his days for him. And, you know, at first I thought it was funny because now I've got three days off a week. It's great. It gives me an extra day to get rest, um, do laundry. Go do shopping, whatever I got to do. And then the other two days, I can actually make plans or, you know, choose to spend my time however I want. When you just get one day off or two days off a week, and you got all those chores and laundry and shit to do and everything, you don't have time to have a life. By the time that you actually finally get to relax, you got to be back at work again. So I like having three days off a week. If I could work 10 hour days, four days a week, I would. You know, not only am I going to get my money, but I get the time off that I deserve. That's really crazy how, you know, if you look at American life, it used to be that an eight hour work day was all you needed. But now in order to get ahead or to keep it stable, you gotta work a 10 hour work day, or a 12 hour work day. Just to, just to kind of, you know, like I said, you're not gonna get rich off of it. But that's fucked up. That's crazy to go from eight hours a day to 12 hours a day and people aren't benefiting from it. Nobody's really truly benefiting from that, you know? Yeah, you got a little bit of extra money in your pocket Whatever. Maybe you could save up some money and take a vacation at the end of the year, if you get the time off. But it's not going to get you ahead, really. You know? And nine times out of ten, people are going to blow that money on shit anyway, so. It's crazy how people are getting stuck in that little rut. Just because, you know, inflation is going so high. Nobody wants to work. Jobs don't want to pay enough. It's crazy. <laughs> There's plenty of money to go around through these corporations that make billions of dollars. They make billions of dollars profit. They, they still have, they, they pay out all the money to run the stores. They pay out all the money to pay for their employees. And they still make billions. Don't you think, you know, they if they gave everybody a little bit of a raise, you know, the people that actually deserved it, and let's say it costed the company an extra five hundred million. Don't you think that five hundred million is actually worth it to give your your workers the raise they deserve to to keep them around? Because you know that's the thing. That's what's gonna keep, keep people around is if you treat your workers good, but don't you think you could give up a half a million or a half a billion you know you made six billion dollars last quarter and you know you don't think that you can give up a half you know half a million or a half a billion or come on it's fucking chump change you're gonna pay more than that in taxes so it's just crazy how these companies think, how they treat their workers, What you know, they try and get away with the bare minimum. They get bonuses, the managers get bonuses if they short people's hours. They try and keep down on labor costs is what they call it. It's fucking nuts. In a, in a, in a time right now where all of America is struggling to find hard, good workers... You want to cut people's hours and cut their money. That's not going to keep people around, you know. They're just going to find somewhere else that pays them more or is less bullshit. Like, if I just had to stand on a golf course all day or, you know, mowing grass or something, or if I just had to sell watermelons on the side of the road, that'd be a fucking perfect job for me. And I'm sure I could make more than $16 in an hour selling watermelons. Who knows? Maybe I don't. Maybe I make only so much a day, you know, but anywho... so this company, I knew it didn't give a fuck about me from the get go. Corporate America doesn't care about anybody. They just care about if you can make them money. And so I've known this. I just never really thought about it um, until they started fucking with me, until they started fucking with my money. And then I was like, yeah, these motherfuckers don't give a fuck about you at all. You know, you need to do what's best for you and leave these motherfuckers alone. And so when they cut my hours back to 18 hours a week, I told myself that I was going to get out there and find another job. I'm going to be out there looking twice as hard now. I'm going to put in twice as many applications. And I don't care if I got to work at this place or that place or, you know, anything to get the fuck out of here. So when you fuck with people, when you try and take people's hours away, you're really hurting yourself. You're really hurting the company. Because you're just giving them an extra day or extra time to go out and find another job. That's better employment. And there's so many places out there that are paying a dollar more an hour, or two dollars more, or whatever. It's competitive right now. So if you want to fuck, fuck around, and you're a manager, and you want to fuck around people's hours and think, oh, I'm going to prove a point to him, it might turn around and bite you in the ass. It might be one of the worst decisions that you've ever made. Especially if he's one of the only shift leads that you have. Or if he's, you know, let's say you work for Burger King or something and you're an opener. You're one of the only people that'll open. You know, um, it's very valuable. Can't be fucking around with good help. Because who else is going to close? Or who else is going to open? You know, or who else is going to show up on days when nobody else will? Who the fuck do you know that is going to get up when they're not feeling good, ride their bicycle across town, and back home? Nobody. Nobody's going to do that. And then get their hours cut to half of what they were making and still stick around. Nobody's going to do that. Nobody in their right mind would usually do that. But I did. I did to prove a point. To say, hey, you're not going to, you know, fuck my hours down and then expect me to kiss your ass. Like, I'm not doing that. And so it, it came down to where they were kissing my ass. You know, I've got my coworker trying to bake me to come in for, to work his shifts. And here in a couple days, here on next Friday, I'm going to have my general manager begging me to come work. The one that cut my hours. She's going to be begging me. Or he is. One of the two. One of them is going to be calling to beg me to work on Friday. Because. She's scheduled out at 7. And he doesn't work Fridays. And he said this yesterday. He said I'm not showing up Friday. He said you know. He's told her whenever he was hired. That he doesn't work Fridays or Saturdays. And that he's going to be out of town that day. So she's going to have to work open to close, or she's going to have to beg me to come in. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny how that works? So we're going to have a talk as well. He's going to have a talk with her about how he's not coming in on Fridays. And me and her are going to have a talk that, Uh, you know, you wanted to cut my hours. So, you know, I've already got plans made. That's what happens when you schedule me off. But if you would have scheduled me a normal 30 to 35 hour work week. Then we wouldn't even be having this discussion right now. So. You know. it's When you're a manager you need to learn how to manage. Keep your feelings to the fucking side because they don't matter. Even though you're a little crybaby bitch. You know. Put that shit to the side. Because you can't afford to fuck yourself. And that's what she's doing. She's backing herself into a corner. And then what are you going to do? You know. If I was to quit right now. If I was to find a job tomorrow. She'd be fucked. She'd be fucked so bad. She would have nobody but one shift lead. And. Like he's already said. He doesn't work Fridays and Saturdays. So. That would mean that she has to work the weekends, she's not going to want to do that, I can tell you that, and she definitely ain't going to want to close, or whatever, you know, so, when you're a boss, you need to be firm, but you need to be fair, treat your workers good, don't be a fucking dickhead, or a crybaby bitch. Those are the two things that will get. will just ruin your company. No matter what it is. I don't care what company it is. I don't care if you're washing cars. Or washing windows. Or fucking. somebody's an asshole and treats you like shit and doesn't pay you what you're supposed to make. Then you move on. <clears throat> so she tried bumping my hours up from. 18 to 22 and I think it's now 25 (laughs) it's not good enough I need 30 fucking hours I don't know how hard it is for her to do math but it's pretty hard and it's obviously hard for her to remember shit like Keenan saying that he doesn't work Fridays and Saturdays it's either hard for her to remember or she just doesn't give a fuck. And I think the second one is the one that's, you know, I think she just don't give a fuck. I think she wants to have her cake and eat it too. She wants to fucking cut my hours. Take me off of Fridays and Saturdays. She don't want to work Fridays and Saturdays. But then she doesn't want, you know, she knows that Keenan can't work Fridays and Saturdays either. So you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't fuck me over And take my hours away. When you guys don't want to work it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's got to work it. You know. And I think that was her way at first. Of trying to fuck me over. Oh we'll just take away his Friday and Saturday. And you know. Take away more hours from him, And uh, you know. It's, it's fucking backfiring real quick, so, uh, like I said, the last time my co-worker begged me, he had texted me and said, could I come into work, and I said no, because I had my wisdom teeth problem, that was, you know, my wisdom tooth was coming in, and it was, I was miserable for like four days, or five days, probably, more. I don't know. Um and I said I'm not coming in until she fixes my fucking hours. Until she stops playing with me. So you can tell her that. You can relay the message, but no, I'm not coming to get help you with anything. I'm not coming to cover for her for anything. Whatever I'm scheduled is whatever I'm working. Is what I said. And the reasoning behind that It's good reasoning. Um, Because in the past. I used to be like. Oh yeah. I need the hours. You know. But when you realize. You don't need the hours. You can get by. You can pay your rent. They're fucked. They're fucked. Because. My reasoning is. If. I come into work. And cover your shift. That just enables you. It just enables you. I want you to feel the pressure of working fucking 40 hours a week for 10 months straight. Like I did. Doing the work of three different people. I want you to feel that pressure. And so when you call off or you want to take a day off and you want me to cover, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Don't be a pussy. You think you're Mr. Tough Guy and you're such a great worker, then you get all the hours you can right? And uh, he tried telling me just yesterday, oh, he doesn't need all those hours. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you try to come in like the big shot and take people's hours, you know? I mean, you could have said that at first to You could have said that to the manager right off the bat, like, hey, I don't need... 40 hours a week. I only need about 30. You know or you know do part-time work. Like you can get hired for 25 30 hours a week and be part-time. Um so anyways, not only does it enable you but it also you guys think that you can treat me like shit the next week, if I come in, kiss your ass, work your shift for you, then the next week you guys think, oh, we can cut his hours down to 20 hours, and if we if we want to, we can maybe ask him if he'll come and pick up a shift one day out of the week, that's not how it works, he covered a shift last week, because he needed the hour, so... He'll probably come in this week and pick up another shift because he needs the hours. No, that's not how it works. So, <clears throat> today, or yesterday, when I went into work, my co-worker had asked me again for the third time if I can come and cover today, which is Wednesday. No, Tuesday. And at first, I'm not going to lie, yesterday I thought about it. I was like, yeah, that would be pretty nice to get a little bit of extra money. That would be nice. But then I got to thinking about it. And again, the same thing. If I come and I cover this shift, they're going to expect that all the time. They're going to think that I'm a pushover and it's just going to enable them to do it whenever they want, however they want, blah, 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 blah. Him and her, they're in cahoots. She makes the schedule, but they're in cahoots. That's why he's getting all the hours. So, you know, I'm not stupid. I've, I've been working in industries with assholes and pieces of shit for the past 15 years. So, I know a piece of shit when I see one. (laughs) And I know exactly what they do to fuck people over when I see it. So, anywho, I told him, you know, when he messaged me earlier today, because yesterday he kept saying, well, if you want to, you just... Get a hold of me and tell me if you're going to come in or not. And he said that like three or four times throughout an hour that I was there. And it was like desperation. Like he was desperate to get me to come in and cover. And that's good. I like desperation. I like them feeling desperate. I like them knowing what it's like to be a slave and not not getting any help or support from anybody. great it's like you got them by the balls now you know and the reason why I say this is because like I said not only did he ask me four times or so or maybe more but I told him well I don't know on the last time that he asked me I said I don't know I gotta take my bike in and get the bearings fixed on it and Get the crank looked at, get it worked on. It might cost me thirty forty bucks. I don't know, and he said, Oh, I'll pay you that to come in tomorrow. <laughs> you know that's that's funny. It's pretty desperate to pay me forty bucks to come into work on top of what I was making. That's pretty desperate. I'm not gonna lie. I would have only expected him to say twenty bucks, you know. But, um, yeah, he wanted me to come in and he was going to pay me to come in. I'm like, no, you know, I got some plans. I got some things to do. (laughs) And that's how you do it, man. You don't fucking give in. Do not, you don't owe them anything. You don't owe them a fucking thing. They scheduled you off that day. Fuck them. Fuck them. If they once they start realizing that they can't do it on their own and they need me, they'll start giving me a little bit more hours back. And that's how you make your statement. Fuck you. Give me my hours. And then you don't want to give me my hours? Okay. That's fine. I'll just take a fucking three-day weekend. You know? Yeah. You know, you want to give me four days off this week? I don't give a fuck. You know? And that's how you play the game you're almost killing them with kindness you know a lot of people say kill them with kindness if you don't give them a reaction it's the same way they want that fucking reaction man and if you don't give it to them and you keep fucking getting three or four days off a week and they need the help and you're just they keep fucking scheduling you off They're going to be like, okay, this isn't working. Maybe we do need to make him work an extra shift or two. You know? You got to do the opposite. And, um, so yeah, I mean, I told him today, I said, um, yeah, I'm still not feeling good, which I'm not. And then I need to get as much rest as I can. And so, you know, I told him I have to go walk to the grocery store and back. I have to, um... Do laundry and shit. And, um, I'm still not feeling good. So, I need to go to sleep earlier tonight. And, uh... You know, first of all, anybody who's not feeling good shouldn't have to go stand at work, especially when they're not scheduled. And second of all, if you got other shit to do, like you need to go to the store and you don't have a fucking car, you need to do that before anything. You need to take care of yourself before anyone else. Because... You know, if not, then you're just not going to have any food in your house and you're going to starve. I mean, that's pretty stupid. So. Do for you first and fuck everybody else. No matter what. Even if you got 20 hours that week at work. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's. crazy. that times have changed like this, you know? But, um. That's just the way it goes. you know. And I've kind of learned to adapt to different ways over the years. It's just another way to adapt. So. I'm going to be looking for another job. That's going to give me my 40 hours a week. For the next two, three days off. Whatever that I have. Um, and. Yeah, if I find something, great. If I don't, great. At least I'm not getting worn down. That's the thing. When you work with only getting two days off... It's never two days off in a row. Your body gets worn down... After weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks... Of being abused... By corporate America. And when I say that, I mean you got to think of it as like a work week. And your body just knows that you worked all week, then you get a day off. And then you work for three more days, and then you get a day off. And then you work for four more days, and then you get a day off. And then you work for three more days, and you get a day off. And then you work for four more days, and get a day off. And sometimes, like I said, that day off isn't enough. You know, even if you work six-hour day, or an eight-hour day, or, you know, Somebody like me that has rheumatoid arthritis. Who rides his bike to and from work every day. Who also has other chores and shit to do around the house. And you only get one day off. To rest. And God forbid, like, you know, you got construction or something going on by your house and you can't get any rest. So, you know just not enough so like I said start doing for you with everything with anything and everything start doing for you it's like you know right now after I get done with this podcast it's gonna take me 30 minutes to walk to the store about 30 minutes back and I'm gonna have a pretty heavy backpack on walking the whole time so it's a good little distance I'm not gonna lie Um, but if it's what I have to do for me then that's what I have to do so um, You know, and the sun's going down pretty soon. Relatively soon, in a couple hours I would say. Maybe less. But, you know, it takes 30 minutes to walk there, 30 minutes back. 30 minutes in the store itself. That's, you know, an hour and a half. So, I need to be probably getting here soon. And then... Come back home, you know, uh, do some laundry and all that good stuff. So, I could have done that, or I could have went to work. But see, I didn't want to, like I said, (coughs) I didn't want to give them the wrong idea you know, when you schedule me off, when you fuck with my hours, you fucking, you're gonna swallow that pill, and it might be a hard one to swallow, but, you know, it's your medicine, so, anywho, until the next one, it was real, it was fun, but it wasn't real fun, deuces,